0: Hi, you're listening to The (laughs) Real World on CITR 101.9 FM. We are broadcasting live from unceded Musqueam and Coast Salish Territory here on the UBC campus in Vancouver, B.C. Real World is the UBC Film Society's radio show, and we try to connect with other clubs and campus organizations through film. So contact us if you will. Uh, I'm your host, Augustine. I'm uh, Computer Operations at Film Society, and I'm here with...
1: I'm Clara. I'm the film liaison at UBC Film Sock, and it's just two of us today.
0: Yeah, uh, Alex, as we talked about yeah. on last show, uh, left... Uh,
1: Our f- j- first week without Alex. Yep,
0: yep. So today we'll be talking about Whale Rider.
1: Yeah, Whale Rider, which uh, we screened <laughs> with... Um, well, we screened at the UBC Film Society screening last night, um, which are every Thursday in the club room, Life 0011. <laughs> yep. Um yeah, it was uh a really nice experience. I think everyone kind of got hit by the feels with it. Uh-huh. Um so for context, it's a 2002 movie. It's written and di- written and directed by Nikki Caro. And yeah. um the girl who starred in it is Keisha Castle-Hughes. She was actually nominated for an Oscar for that performance, and she oh. should have won. It was great. Who won? Uh, Charlize Theron for Monster, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But basically, it's a kind of a coming-of-age story. Uh, It's based on a book by uh, Witi (laughs) Imayra. Sorry for mispronouncing. (laughs) Um, Yes. And uh, it kind of follows like this young 12-year-old. I think she's 11 in the film, and it's like she's uh she's raised by her grandparents Mm -hmm. koro and nanny flowers um in new zealand so they're maori um and her grandfather is very like she has like this sort of like tenuous is that the right word relationship with her with her grandfather um (laughs) because he really wanted a boy and he like um
0: so like full of tension Yeah,
1: yeah yeah exactly um like in their community at least like the leadership is always male um yeah and he just like wasn't ready to see her as a leader um and so like throughout like the film he's always like blaming her for like all the things that go wrong and like the loss of their like culture and like all these little things like when something bad happens um like it's always her fault um and um it's sort of like following her uh like she's very determined and throughout the whole thing like she basically worships him like she loves him unconditionally it's like quite heartbreaking because of like how much he just like rejects her. yeah um and um then there's like this whole part of like because paikia is the story of um how the maori came to new zealand right on Mm -hmm. like the whales like the whales were the ancestors yeah. who who came to who to came to New Zealand Zul- and brought Paikia, the first whale rider, and so she's named after Paikia, um, and um, so she sort of throughout the film like begins to live up to that name, and of uh, course, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> then at the end, like he recognizes her as the leader that she is, um, yeah.
0: So yes, so to
1: clarify, mm-hmm. I haven't been able to see the yeah. entirety of the movie
0: uh for sleep reasons (laughs) and um unfortunately but so uh how does she like because what 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 makes her uh i don't know qualified to be the whale rider to become
1: um hmm so from the start like she basically is um so coro i don't know where to start with this Koro decides that like well he's like very very passionate about um, or like he's very very true to uh, his traditions and his family history and he's the chief um, Mm -hmm. of their community and their tribe and I will find the name later I'm sorry I forgot it Um, but where was I going with this so
0: the the um
1: yeah, he wants to pass on his traditions. Yes, the yeah,
0: the the chief of the tribe. Yeah, yes. Yeah,
1: Koro. And that's the grandfather. And um so he tries to like teach all the firstborn sons in the village. Um uh-huh. but like none of them are as good and as committed as Paikia is <laughs> from the start. Like she's always like super passionate about learning all the traditions and okay. all the like customs, um, and the language and she's um so she's always like you know, just, like, a really good, like, like showing her leadership qualities and her commitment to, like, learning the old ways, which is what they call it, and, yeah. Right, yeah. And then, like, he sets up, like, all these challenges um, for the boys, and none of them pass, and then... Uh, she secretly d- like learns on her own and then like
0: oh she secretly she doesn't like pass yeah, the well challenges like
1: okay so he kicks her out of this um, oh school that mm. he sets up because um, she refuses <laughs> to like sit in the back because she's a girl and um like they just had like a little like power play moment uh-huh. in this yeah, scene yeah where she's like i'm done with your crap <sighs> and then he's like okay then leave and then she like secretly like learns everything that right. she's teaching them and then, like the final challenge, he takes the boys out onto the water. Um, and he has a whale tooth and mm-hmm. he throws it into the water. And it's like this extremely meaningful, um, like, artifact, an object for him. Of course, yeah. Um, and, you know, all the boys, like, go down. Like, they try to dive and they can't find it. And he's so upset that he failed and couldn't find the next leader. And then. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, they go out and then, like, Pikea goes out by herself later, and she goes down and gets it. Um, and then at the end of the film, like everyone's like, "Okay, we can't tell Koro about this because he's still so upset and depressed that he has failed his mission of finding the next leader." Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a whole moment where a bunch of whales like um, get beached on their on the shore. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, and like in the movie, it's sort of this. Um, it sort of happens after both Koro and Paikia um call to the whales, like to their ancestors for help, and then they all like Thanks. come onto shore and um, the entire tribe and the whole village is like trying to save the whales and like push them back. them back to the water. Yeah, but they're all like too tired and like they don't want to like you know like they're just not willing to go. Who um,
0: the the people at the village
1: no the whales so they're too tired to yeah like they're too tired to like help themselves and like uh, like help with the process um one of them dies actually which was very sad then Pykea, i like so they're all like okay we'll try again tomorrow they all leave and then Pykea like goes to the whale and like sort of communicates with it and like shows it that she's like present and like you know Mm -hmm. there and like that she's Pykea. And then right. she, like, climbs onto the whale, and then they, like, go into the water. And oh, then t- so the whale finds
0: the strength. Yeah,
1: the whale finds the strength, and she, like, takes the whale out into the water. And in the book, uh, I don't remember if... Um,
0: she read the book?
1: I did read the book a oh. long time ago, Wow. Like okay. As a kid. Okay, okay. Yeah. Is it very different? Not very. There are, like, certain elements. I think, like, Paike had a different name in the book, actually, oh. so she didn't... Inherent. The name like of the whale name. rider. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there was like they talked a lot about um how Paikia breathed underwater with the whale in the book. Oh. And how the whale actually like um. Like moved its muscles to create like a little breathing pocket for Paikia, <laughs> and so okay. they would like go under the water for miles and miles. <laughs> but in the movie, um, there's this sort of moment where she says, "I wasn't afraid to die." And the mm-hmm. whale goes down into the water. And then she, like, lets go of the whale at that point. And then...
0: So, like, in the movie, she almost drowns. She
1: almost drowns, taking right. the whale out. Yeah. And then they, like... Next scene is, like, she's in the hospital. And, like... And then Nanny Flowers, like, tells Coral that she's the one that found the, the whale the tooth. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, my God. I should <laughs> I'm so sorry. And oh, so he,
0: like, accepts it.
1: He accepts it at that point after she okay. well, almost it, dies. Almost died. yeah. Um. Yeah, and... Then he like sits by her bed and like apologizes and yeah. Um, so there's that. And then and then extra <laughs> element is that Cora really does love her the whole way through. So like mm-hmm. he's the one that like takes her back from school every day on the on a, on his bicycle. So they have a From very that
0: on or Um from
1: before, like throughout oh, the entire like the they they show that. Yeah, yeah, so they have like a very close relationship mm-hmm. except for when he dismisses her as a leader, and yeah. So there's kind of that interesting thing where it's not just like, oh, this unloving, like yeah, weird, you dude, know, yeah, <laughs> like stereotypical like male role of like mm. distant the chief figure, figure, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. they really do love each other a lot, but he's okay. just unable to accept her as a leader. Um, mm.
0: Yeah, is there anything like? Mention about what he would like to see her as,
1: I don't think so. I think mm. like it is very much about how much he um is relying on this like someone to come and save them, and so he's so fixated on that that he's not really oh, thinking okay. about like what he wants other people to be um so his own son, which is the father of Pikea- mm-hmm. um. So her mother and her twin brother died in childbirth. Oh. So the twin brother, so obviously, like, so Paikia was not the one that was supposed to live, that kind of thing, Uh right? Um, Right, okay, yeah. And her father uh, is... What a burden. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's, like, her father um, can't bring himself to stay, so he leaves. He Uh, leaves? Yeah, he goes to Europe. He's an artist, we learn later in the film. Um, But... Apparently he visits Pikea yeah, like For so sure they kind of say. yeah so she knows him and they like have a relationship. Um but they have a conversation when he's back um the mm-hmm. father and the grandfather um where they sort of talk about like like who was I supposed to be in the first place. Right. And yeah like it's just like unresolved like it, they kind of realize that he wasn't looking for anything else. He just wants that one right person. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I see. Yeah, and so, um, so, but he say he wants to be saved, looking for someone to save them. But what to save them from? What um, is the, is the community in peril? A or? little
1: bit. I think it's more about um, that they're losing their old ways and their customs because of like just the colonial assimilation forced assimilation type so that's definitely like part of it a little bit yeah like it's like the kind of undercurrent so it's not that you like okay directly but like that's kind of the the context um yeah of course yeah so they're like that's kind of his concern is that all these children are not learning like the like traditions and the ways that um they've carried on for like so many years Mm -hmm. Um, And then he wants to, like, make sure that there's a leader that will continue that. Right. Um, Yeah.
0: Like a spiritual successor. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's interesting. This idea that uh, maybe, maybe, huh, if you weren't so fucking picky about, about who you wanted to be as a a leader, (laughs) maybe you'll find (laughs) one. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's basically the whole Uh, problem (laughs) in, like, a (laughs) nutshell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: um, that's that's yeah. the movie. I don't okay. know. Okay.
0: So okay. Oh, really interesting. What what does it look like? What what does the movie what's the aesthetics of the movie?
1: Huh. I feel I was like wondering. it's not especially like stylized any like significant way. So it's nothing like that you would be like, Oh, like this is a a style and i was actually noticing mm. in the way that they cut it together it's like almost cliche you could say like and in, in terms of plot like you know what's gonna happen right you know, from yeah, the yeah. start um but i think like what sort of elevates it maybe is partly the soundtrack um it kind of creates a very beautiful atmosphere but also like a very strong sense of place um with a place yeah like they use a lot of like whale sounds and like oh. just a mix of um traditional music and like vocals and stuff and they just i don't know they they do it well like it's not like in a
0: yeah is is the director from uh the maori?
1: no she's not maori which i thought was interesting uh-huh. um but she's from new zealand
0: um oh so she is from new zealand yeah
1: okay um yeah it's weird because the book um, the author of the book is Maori um, right so it's kind of an interesting like politics of adaptation there uh, but yeah. I couldn't like in a brief search I couldn't find anyone specifically criticizing her adaptation interestingly um, I've only found like people saying good things and I don't want to of course yeah. just like go with that um, but um, I'm
0: looking this up and Keisha Castle Hughes is Maori. Yeah, though. she
1: is. Um, most of the, I think well, everyone the in the cast Maori. was like, who was, uh, who is Maori was, Maori? was Maori? Yeah, and they um, filmed it in the town that it was supposed to be set in. Okay. Which yeah. is. <laughs> Give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah.
0: But um, so. And that's in, maybe maybe the reason she's not too criticized about that is that and you know of course we I think we do want like Maori directors and mm-hmm. you know but apparently she does like a good job of representing yeah. it um, and also it's interesting to think about how tradition can be uh, told uh, to people also outside of the community mm-hmm. but they can understand or mm-hmm. partly understand listen. In, in a way uh, yeah,
1: yeah I mean I think it's important that it's not Nikki Caro's story um, exactly yeah um, even though she has the credit of writing the screenplay um, but yeah like they filmed it in Wangara which is um, Wangara yeah which is where it was set um, and I think most of the cast were locals as well mm-hmm. um, like the extras and everything um, We're from
0: there yeah mm-hmm yeah yeah and of course it's the story of the whale rider um uh, as written by the What what's the name of the writer
1: um witty oh
0: okay wait I'm gonna. oh yeah it. yeah I'm yeah we you said it earlier and era, yeah okay and so and he um he um I- is it like a story I- I- he's maori I'm he's guessing? maori
1: yeah um I read somewhere that um, he kind of was inspired to write it because um, his like after taking his daughters to movies and stuff, they kept asking uh-huh. him like why all the like action heroes were boys, and so <laughs> it was like okay, I'm gonna like write that you a story sense. with yeah. a girl hero. Um, so. Okay,
0: but is the story of the whale rider something that is exists outside of this book? Yeah, yeah. It's oh a, okay.
1: It's a it's like a a big thing a really important okay. yeah story in like the maori tradition and yeah.
0: yeah well it's what you're saying so it's mm-hmm. a like what you were saying about like the whales coming yeah to yeah. yeah. it's the
1: actual like origin story wow
0: yeah okay
1: um but like the whole like the ad like the story of The girl and her grandfather, like, that part is the story that we're being told, yeah, in the book, in the movie, yeah.
0: But it does say something about tradition, right? And, Mm. and, you know, also if you think about, like, movies as stories and myths, even though not the same, like, uh, as, like, Maori myths, for Mm -hmm. example. But, you know, the way some scholars think about superhero movies is, like, Mm -hmm. the new... Uh, you know, stories of like Greek stories mm. of of heroes and 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 legends. Hmm.
1: I mean, yeah, but but
0: yeah, and it, uh, uh, what I was going to going at is like yeah. how if you think about it that that way, and you think about how the his daughters were like, oh, why aren't there no uh, girls uh, heroes in these stories that we tell and these myths we tell about mm. ourselves? Then it makes sense in terms of like let's tell myths of our communities and also understand that and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. maybe if that makes sense that even though i do not know mm-hmm. that these myths and i'm sure they're not all like i'm not saying that they're all like patriarchal you know stuff like that but i think it, it is interesting. yeah
1: i mean yeah there's that for yeah. sure and then but it's interesting that um like at least in like this one little like tidbit interview that I read um they were specifically referencing like like mainstream action movie heroes mm-hmm. um
0: did you mean uh, the the author yeah yeah yeah
1: um, <laughs> like when they like, like they were saying like his daughters were like looking at these movies right like um, mm. so it wasn't traditional stories that they were looking no, at of course, it was yeah. like mainstream stories so he's actually bringing something that's like
0: traditional
1: yeah and like bringing it into this like into like this world of the like colonial mainstream Mm -hmm. yeah um oh yeah yeah yeah. of course like making a place for that yeah
0: for these stories
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and for uh these women i guess Mm -hmm. yeah or trying to Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay well that's all very interesting uh, we'll be back after a short uh, music sequence. Musical <laughs> break. <laughs> a music break. Uh, I'm going to play uh, My World fe- uh, featuring Cornelius by Benny Sings on this album, City Pop. And before we come back, I'm going to play I Was a Window fe- featuring Dustin Pazer by Sasami on the album, Sasami. Thank you.
2: My heart broke down just to see you stare, unaware I know you're fast asleep now, dreaming of the big world I'm gonna check upon you in a little while, girl, my number one love I hear you breathe, I'm keeping it a You got your mother's eyes, this smile and this bit fire. And I can't believe it. I'm your father, and I'll be here every night. Mom and dad will show you how to live the good life. Yes, it started. Hold tight.
1: Rest up those eyeballs. Your dose of 24 consecutive hours of essential cinema returns to the Cinematech this spring. Join us for the 24-hour movie marathon, March 30th to 31st, 10 a.m. to 10 a.m. It's the Sleep Be Damned Challenge that only the most seasoned cinephiles dare to tussle with. A super-secret lineup of films will be served. A medley of forgotten gems and arthouse hits from around the world. There will be prizes, complimentary craft beers, tasty treats, and much more. This event is 19 plus. Tickets are $60 and seating is very limited. Reserve your ticket today by visiting thecinematech.ca.
3: High school is not free in Kenya, East Africa. As well as tuition fees, families must find money for uniforms, including shoes, textbooks, calculators, dictionaries, pens, pencils, and more. For poor rural families earning the equivalent of $2 to $3 a day, this is often an impossible challenge. Will you help educate bright, very poor Kenyan youth to help them find a road out of poverty for their families? Just $50 a month will allow that to happen. Gifts of smaller amounts can be combined to give youth a chance through KEEF, the Kenya Education Endowment Fund, a registered, BC-based, volunteer-run educational charity. Tax deductible receipts are available. Donate Make great gifts for Christmas, graduation, anniversaries, promotions, etc. Gift cards are available. More information at www.kenyaeducation.org or you can call us at 604-415-9397, day or evening.
0: Welcome back uh, to CITR uh, 101.9 on the real world yeah. with uh, Clara here talking about the whale rider mm-hmm. and maybe
1: other things. Maybe other things mm. because we do screen other things <laughs> <laughs> at Fullstock. Um But just before um, yeah. we continue, I just wanted to have like... A fun fact. I have a fun fact. Okay. Okay. That is that Nicky Caro is directing the live-action Mulan.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. interesting. Yeah, okay. Yeah, interesting
1: choice. Like, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny to me, like, how Disney picks their directors.
0: They've been picking s- really strange directors. <laughs> I remember David Yates for Moogly, mm-hmm. uh, which is, like yes Mm -hmm. but also what yeah Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but also
1: how did you come up with that (laughs) yeah
0: because like you know how yates is like so he did the harry potter movies so it makes sense like yeah right coming of age whatever in a dangerous place Mm -hmm. especially he directed the, the last ones but also, he didn't really do anything else. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs>
1: like, people who haven't done a huge amount of work yeah. that seem to be, like, picked so easily.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting from a uh, company like this. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, uh, what was his name? Garrett Edwards for Star Wars? Also Ooh. was very... Doesn't have a big Oh, really? I don't talent. know what he did, actually. Uh, is it
1: Garrett Edwards? You mean...
0: The director of The Last Jedi. Uh okay, <laughs> 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 um.
1: Ryan Johnson.
0: Who yeah, what? Yeah. Oh, Darius Edwards is um, uh the 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 one in the past, the, um, the Star Wars story, uh, not the the one where they find the plans to the Death Star. Um I have
1: no. S- I know nothing. Oh about my God, this. <laughs> uh, Rogue One. Oh, Rogue oh One. okay, yeah. Yes, and he uh-huh.
0: did only like Godzilla and oh. something. But even Ryan Johnson.
1: He also has a credit for Star Wars: The Last Jedi, but oh, I don't know what he did on oh, it. Oh,
0: I think he he's an actor. He does a cameo. Oh. yeah. At the end. <laughs> okay, so that's why. That's weird. Uh, but yeah, Ryan Johnson also didn't do that much, mm-hmm. um, before. Uh, which is interesting. Interesting thing to think about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, well he did like Brick, which was Yes pretty big. Yeah, it's like they or like you do like one or two and then like you're qualified to do to, like, to major <laughs> like blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: but then, then on the other end you have like um uh, what's his name? Uh JJ Abrams, mm-hmm. who did like a huge amount of movies. Yeah. <laughs> He's always uh coming everyone comes back to him. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So yeah, Mulan. Oh, I don't know well, how that's going to go, yes. huh? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see.
1: Another, like, another, like, movie that has, like, a lot of potential to be very full of cultural appropriation oh. and, like, I know what racism. You know, it yeah, it's just, like, odd. Yeah.
0: yeah. 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 No, and even, like, what we've seen of uh, Aladdin recently is, like icky not great yeah yeah so yeah disney what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: we need to see that especially it's
0: like they're like as a huge brand that they are mm. i'm not saying that you know liberalism can solve things or whatever but you feel like they'd be aware of these things mm-hmm. or, or more careful um
1: I'm sure they are if only for like the backlash that would affect you know, yeah <laughs> their profits <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, 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 that's
0: true, okay, so back back, <laughs> back to well rider, to rider. Uh, I wanted to ask why you took that decision to screen mm-hmm. uh well rider, I think some of the reasons we might have touched on a bit earlier about stories and stuff like that um but if there was anything else
1: mm. well honestly like as the film liaison. main reason was well not okay a big part of this <laughs> reason is because we talked about it with Alex uh-huh. and it just reminded me of what a great movie it is yeah. and how much I liked it as a kid and I just really wanted to watch mm-hmm. it again. <laughs> so I picked it. <laughs> a really cool reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah Alex it's kind of like me.
0: in honor to Alex, who's not gone. Because it yeah. is one of her favorite mm-hmm. movies. Um, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, but also, I've just been trying to screen. Um, like female-led movies this mm-hmm. whole month because um, of Women's History Month. Of course, yeah. Um, and so I was just kind of looking for, you know, movies that are actually like good representations. I've, that have like a mix of, because I feel like when you look at like lists of like feminist movies, uh-huh. um, I'm, I get very upset. Like yes. What people put on those lists and decide as feminist. Uh-huh. Um, Do you an example Well, I was sort of thinking about like the horror movie, um, the horror movies that I'm picking for next uh, next week. So um, next week, horror movies. Next, <laughs> next week, listen feminist to this. horror movies, <laughs> but questionably feminist because like the first Carrie one, or stuff like the that. The first one is House, and it's directed by a man and also written by a man. But it's consistently like called feminist in like reviews and like oh. lists. And like, I don't know, like, there's a series like that. This like woman who, like, she's a film critic. Mm-hmm. Um, she writes like this thing of like a whole month of like feminist horror movies, and like that's oh. included in that. So I was just kind of like mm. skeptical about it. So
0: you want to check? I want to see uh, what it's uh. about.
1: Yeah, but um. Just this idea that like, just because the characters are female, like suddenly it's a feminist movie, right? Um, yeah, like that's kind of of course, yeah, odd yeah. to yeah. me. So I was looking for you know like pe- like stories that were about women and also created by women, um, and mm. yeah,
0: and the writer is not a woman uh, of the of, of, of the horror movie.
1: or of whale writer. Yeah, that's well, true. Well, the the, whale r-
0: the, the book. Um, But still.
1: Yeah, the director and the screenwriter, who's the same person. (laughs) (laughs) And then you have, like, the protagonist. But, yeah, And even, like, the
0: story is about the position of women and the struggle. Yeah, exactly.
1: And, yeah, like...
0: Well, the struggle, yeah.
1: Which is odd as well, because it's like, does it... I mean, I almost want to say yes, but, like, does it always do all feminist movies have to be about um women trying to um like challenge the patriarchy or like the patriarchal position or like society that mm-hmm. they're in or something like that and i guess like i feel like yes <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel yeah. Like yes. <laughs> but i see what you mean
0: yeah uh, maybe they can be power in other things yeah yeah yeah, I mean,
1: I feel like that would always be part of the story, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the only thing that the story talks about. Maybe
0: yeah, the only like uh, arc, narrative mm-hmm, arc. Yeah, exactly. I see. And wh- what's the other horror movie you're screening next uh, week?
1: It's The Love Witch, which Ooh. has a huge amount of critical acclaim. Um, the UBC okay. Film Society actually premiered it here, I believe. Wow. Um, in when 2016. Does? Okay. Yeah, when turner was film liaison mm-hmm. um turner yes <laughs> commented on the event <laughs> to <laughs> let us know <laughs> it was cool um but yeah uh so yeah, so if you
0: want to attend check out the event on
1: facebook yeah please yeah. do it's yeah. next thursday the 28th and it is the last Screen. screening the last normal regular thursday night screening yeah of the term and it's gonna be a good one yeah yeah
0: so, okay. And what was the other screening you filmed this week?
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was um, Signe Baum, I think is her name. Um, and it's called Rocks in My Pockets. And that was actually a very beautiful film. I mm-hmm. think you would like it, actually. Yeah? <laughs> I recommend that you, yeah, I recommend it to you. Um, <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, I will watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's this beautiful like animated um, movie about um, the director kind of, It's sort of like autobiographical. She's exploring um, the sort of history of mental illness in her family,
4: Uh
1: um, in the women specifically in her family. So she starts with her grandmother and then um, sort of follows um, through with like I think her aunt, her cousins, and then herself. And she sort of talks about like how it runs in the family. Right. And um, uh, she's from Latvia. And just that sort of it's tied into like the hist like the sort of Soviet and like occupation history of Latvia mm-hmm. and like World War II and just like living in like Soviet Latvia with like mental illness and like mm-hmm. how that's treated and then like what it's like to like grow up a little bit later and like to come to New York and just like have all mm-hmm. of these experiences and like when you have a family that, doesn't want to talk about it and it's like all this family shame and like I don't know it's like it's I loved it because of how specific she was to her experience it was very like
0: so is it fiction
1: no it's it's not actually yeah it's it's a autobiography yeah Yeah. Yeah, like memoir type I guess you could say um and it's entirely narrated by um, the filmmaker um it's like this nonstop talking throughout the entire oh. thing. It's, oh, kind of okay. it's very interesting. Yeah.
0: So there's the 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 people she uh, interviews are not. There's don't no talk?
1: interviews actually. So oh, it's just okay. like her telling their stories, like, oh my grandmother did this and then like she said this. And then I asked my uh. uncle about this and this is what he said, but she says what they say. You know, like it's very I see. yeah.
0: So what what's filmed? What's um
1: well it's all animated. So right. it's like it's kind of a mix of um, like a fantastical style. It's sort of like it looks like a children's book almost like uh-huh. it has that very like raw quality. And then it's combined. It's all hand drawn, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. And then combined with some like paper mache, like um, 3D thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. OK. Wow. OK. And so and it shows what she's telling.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It does. But it's like sometimes, you know, you'll have like some of the literal stuff and like, you know, like she's talking about a brain and you like, there's a brain, hmm. which, like a little model brain. And like it has like those little like whimsical elements. Yeah. Oh,
0: OK. Yeah. OK. Wow. So interesting. So strange. When did it come out?
1: Uh, That was 2012, I think. Oh, Okay. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe even earlier it was not a long time ago i think it's it was 2014 um but it is her first feature animation so she's an animator and artist mm-hmm. she's based in brooklyn now obviously um, <laughs> <laughs> on her vimeo she has like interviews with her interns <laughs> <Really cute>. <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah oh wow yeah like it's a very like she has a very strong like online persona personality. yeah personality um mm. So it's really cool to sort of have that, like, supplement, like, the viewing of the film. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess she does use, like, kind of fantastical elements. Like, she personifies, I think, her... I mean, I kind of interpret it, interpreted it as, like, the... Mm, like... I mean, I guess you could say it's either like the ment- like her mental illness, but uh-huh. um, I kind of interpreted it as like specifically her suicidal thoughts as like she personifies them into like this creature see, yeah. that sort of like hides behind like the trees and is like watching her all the time sort of and her grandmother as well. Very ominous. Yeah, yeah like, but it's not ominous. It's like kind of a friendly, like quirky character. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's just there. But he's it's just there. And just it's there. like, yeah, and it's like told in like this very like, f- like upbeat, like funny, like narration, um, like as if you're telling it to a child mm. almost. But like talking about very serious things in a very specific way. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of comedic, but it's not like they're not making jokes, you know, it's just like. The situation. Yeah. Can be funny. Yeah, a little bit, and just, like, finding, like, little ironies and, like, weirdnesses of it, but Mm -hmm. just, like, and telling it in a lighthearted way, which I think is, like, kind of the key to this film, Mm -hmm. is how, like, even though she doesn't shy away from, like, sometimes quite graphic, like, the first, the very first sequence of the Mm -hmm. film is, like, very, like, like deserves a trigger warning kind of um oh. like, like the way that she like explains what she's what what's happening. um she sort of goes into detail about like how she has previously considered suicide and what she would do about it like see, how she plans yeah, to do yeah. it um and it's like the very first thing and then after that it's like Oof. like but then it's like, Oof, oh, like okay. very light-hearted voice and like animation style and like uh-huh. yeah like it was like this just first to get you into like, it. <gasps> <gasps> yeah, yeah, just to like start us <laughs> off. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. But okay.
1: I don't know. She she does a good job, I think, of of not leaving it in like this sense of hopelessness. Um, like it's not just because as the film goes on, I was kind of like, okay, so you're just gonna tell us all these stories about like all these like really sad stories about yes all the horrible things that happen to these women in your family mm. and the things that happened to you. But then she uh, sort so of, it's
0: the women in the family.
1: It's all women that have, oh. yeah, that she okay, shows us h- have these like illnesses and experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she sort of brings in like how she's learned to deal with it herself. And like, that's also very specific and not like, uh, it's not like idealized or like it's not like oh you know like i don't know i feel like so like i have the
0: solution to every of the problems yeah 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 it's
1: just like these are the exact strategies and techniques that i have done Mm. that help me out sometimes and like when i'm feeling this exact way and i was just like it was so
0: relatable mm. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 okay good, good movie (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think we're going to head into We're almost done here Yeah, we uh, are To head into like a music break again Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to play Blue Pine by Munya Which we've played before Uh, Munya, not Uh, Blue Pine From the album Blue Pine Which we have played before (laughs) the album And then after that, after a short PSA and an ad We're going to play Il n'y a pas d'amoureux Poom cover by Poom, on their album Twenty Sixteen.
1: They covered themselves.
0: They no 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 no. Oh. They cover. L'ignoble <laughs> 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 is a, a song by well it's it's a poem, ah. and then it's a song by Georges Massans mm. and it's been really famous through Barbara, so they're covering that. Ah,
1: nice. Okay. But
0: it's just in the title it says Poom cover, mm-hmm. so yeah. So we're gonna listen to that. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. All oh. right.
1: cuppa stop how many cups of tea are you making what there's enough for 10 cups in there only boil the amount of water that you actually need very good old boy that's right the british are making less tea to conserve energy students can conserve energy too
0: a student's life often follows a pattern eat sleep study During this routine, don't forget to make time for energy conservation. This will be the easiest thing you do all semester, and a little bit goes a long way. Do your laundry in cold water and hang clothes on standing dry racks or clotheslines instead of using electricity-intensive dryers. If a dryer is the only option, throw in a dry towel with wet clothes to absorb moisture and cut down on drying time.
1: For more energy-saving tips, go to www.bchydro.com. This message brought to you by BC Hydro and CITR 101.9. Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theater, visit their website at www.riotheater.ca.
2: Il croit, ouvrir ses bras, son amour et celle d'une croix. Et quand il croit serrer son malheur, il le broie sa vie est un étrange et
4: toujours redivant.
2: of the soul of
0: back again and this is it. we're gonna close off the show here it was a good show today yeah, it was a good show. <laughs> the first one without alex yeah um yeah so what are the takeaways here uh more women's stories yeah um more watching films at suck.
1: completely <laughs> thursday 28th and then uh april 1st production screening yeah and tonight oh, yes the beer garden
0: yeah and tonight beer garden where yeah, is it I- in uh, the club room club room zero yeah zero
1: one one. it's beerless no sorry. the bzzz. it's the bzzz. but it's less, less but it's not advertising
0: no and uh and what are we screening uh, oh hot, hot fuzz. fuzz yes hot fuzz. hot fuzz that's fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, thank you for, uh, organizing these screenings. You know, uh, I think you do a great job. And, uh, yeah.